let me just welcome everybody to the weekly one soon show. And uh, here, are your, here are your weekly updates. Um, so, so if you were paying attention this week, we released um, Hive Stats uh, V3. So um, that came with uh, with a few interesting features. Um, so Hive Stats, I think I was looking through the GitHub trying to figure out when our last update was. It was like over a year ago um, that we updated Hive Stats. So it hasn't gotten a lot of love lately um but we hired on a new dev recently and uh kind of just decided like you know in our whole theme of expansion this year um just kind of expanding out and making sure that we can tackle the new projects but also keep up with the old projects and just have enough you know enough resources on the team to, to take care of that so um hive stats got this update where I mean, I mean, one of the big things that I like about it is that featured post thing, uh, which is, you know, maybe a small thing to most people, but I think it'll drive a lot of traffic uh, back to the site, uh, back to leofinance.io. Um, and it kind of keeps that engagement loop going. Like uh, if you look at how Apple works with their little Apple cult, you know, you get an iPhone and then you want AirPods and then you want a MacBook. Um, so we're kind of going for that similar vibe where it's, you come to the, come to Hive Stats and it keeps you in the loop by saying, oh, this article looks interesting at the top and then you click on it and you're still in the Leoverse. Um, and, then, uh, and then we made some improvements to uh, the wallet page. So adding a lot of different price displays, you know, we added a cub. Um, and then one thing I, I really wanted to do was add a cub APY and a Belio BNB APY. Um, and then a link out to stake cub in the kingdom and a link out to stake Belio. Uh, in the farm. So kind of teaching people that there's this opportunity out there. And, and that's kind of playing off something Neil said once um, about, you know, people going to cubdefi.com and not really knowing what Leo is or that they can stake it and earn so much. And, and Leo is actually relatively stable. It's kind of a stable coin lately. It's just hovering around 25 cents all the time. Um, it's a stable quarter. Um, and uh, so, so it's, it's all, in the in the idea of of keeping everybody in the in the Leoverse and and uh, you know teaching people about what what opportunities are out there, there is another. So Hivesets V three has like three different releases. So the first release is already out, which has some of these features I just talked about, um, and then some updates to the speed of the UI, and then the second rollout, which is actually already, it, it's all done. So um, basically I just have to, I just have to click deploy um, essentially. So um, we'll probably deploy that today, provided that everything goes smoothly. Um, I'm going to build it locally and just make sure everything's working and then I'll deploy it after uh, if everything looks good. And uh, that second version will have the majority of the speed improvements. Um, so I think it's, it's something ridiculous, like 30 or 40 times faster now uh, with the speed improvements. And if you looked at the back end, and a lot of people did of Hive Stats, um, it was kicking back a lot of errors. And it was, it was like overcalling the nodes uh, on Hive. So um, the new dev like really did an amazing job and, and you know, cleaned up everything and optimized everything and made it super fast. Um, so when you load up the new UI, it'll be like a game changer in terms of speed. Um, and I know it was kind of funny cause he used, uh, Taskmaster's account, um, as his guinea pig because Taskmaster has so much activity. Um, it's something ridiculous, you know, tens of thousands of activities going on on that account every week. 
Um, so to pull that data is very intense on the UI. So he basically optimized everything so that it's fast, even for someone like Taskmaster. So for like an average user, it's going to be, you know, basically instantaneous. And then for Taskmaster, you know, people that are at that level, um, it's going to be, I'm trying to pull up the exact times. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a few seconds for most of the, and, and this was part of the optimization is that it kind of breaks everything independently. So certain things will load instantly. Some things will take a few seconds, um, but nothing takes more than 30 seconds for someone like Taskmaster who's got, you know, tens of thousands of operations. So I think it was that operations tab for him that loaded for 30 seconds just because of, you know, how much is going on there. So that is going to be released today. And then the third, the third phase of V3 is, uh, which is the final one of, of that version, is um, uh, an opportunities tab for Hive, which will include um, some stuff about Leo, some stuff about Cub, um, and then it'll also include some stuff for HPD and, you know, staking it and, and teaching people about the opportunities on Hive. And then, you know, long-term, we want to add stuff like Splinterlands and other apps that are on Hive that um, have opportunities to earn, you know, yield and, and get a return. So, you know, Hive set is going to become more of a, more of a hub. Can I just throw something out there that, uh, you know, HPD savings paying 12% is actually starting to trickle into my brain. Very I'm still not doing it. I'm not doing it, but it's starting to become mildly attractive. <laughs> if you can, if you can convert a Neil McSpadden, you can convert anybody. It's true. To a hive lover. Yeah. HPD. Or at least an HPD lover. Yeah. I'm actually surprised um, that 12% is enticing you, Neil. I'm, I'm, well, actually, I mean, I'm curious actually why if, and how. If you look at the stablecoin, uh, you know, yield farming market, you know, it's, it's been compressed quite a bit, like you were talking about earlier. And 12% is starting yeah, 18, to become competitive. 20. That makes sense. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess my tunnel vision with uh, Cub has me thinking, what? Yeah. I can get so, like 30%. <laughs> right. Well, there's that. So, but yeah, the downsides of HPD are one, it doesn't hold its peg well. Two, your savings are locked up for three days at a time. So if you run into a peg event, then you're stuck for three days. And and what is Cub paying on, on Four Belt right now? It was around 30 last time I checked. Yeah, I think as of last night, it was like 30 it had come down, obviously, with the price of Cub going down. Well, then never mind what it is. It's 39.85% right now. So maybe it was 40 last night. Right. So the question is, what happens if I throw in a couple hundred grand? Right. Well, it's only got 150 grand. So if you throw in 150 grand, it will be 15% less. So it will be, um, you know, 20 wait a second 20 24 point something how much did you say the four bell kingdom has it has it only has 150 grand in it are you serious yeah well I'm i not... think with the down market i've been watching it and it just keeps trickling down i think people are you know as crypto drops people are removing it and and buying into because i've been seeing it drop but then i see the tbl and something else go up like bitcoin so I think people take their stables and they're migrating them to crypto. Wow. Which is a good move. I did yeah. a little chunk of that. Um, unfortunately, a little too early. I bought some more Cub, I think at like 47 cents. And then I got, I grabbed some other coins. But uh, wow. Um, I'm way too conservative. I'm not even going to share how much of the four belt pool I represent at this very moment. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, I think it's interesting. So many people have removed from the four belt to go into other kingdoms that I think four belt has become extremely attractive. I'm kind of surprised more people aren't in there. But yeah, I mean, that goes back to a lot of the marketing that we're doing. And I think we need to uh, definitely step it up in, in teaching people about about kingdoms because all the kingdoms are really high relative to other, uh, you know, similar farms. Um, yeah, we will definitely need to step up our game on that product because this TVL needs to grow. Um, so Alex put some some points in chat, which kind of can 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 help me uh, close out my hive stats rant. Um, so he asked if all of these items got fixed, which is some of the stuff I mentioned that we were working on. Um, so fix the vest calculations issue that showed the wrong power down amount. So we fixed that. That's already live. Um, so, um, you know, in, in the update we pushed, like, I think it was, you know, we pushed it on Christmas actually. So that update that we pushed three days ago, uh, fixed the issue with, um, the wrong vest calculation. Uh, so now your hive power down will show the correct amount. It, it was like 500 hive or, uh, higher than it was supposed to be before, but. Uh, now it's accurate. So we fixed that. Um, check off. Um, add uh, HBD features. So that's going to come in phase three of, of V3, which is soon. And then we're going to add auto node switching. That is also in phase three. But we did switch. So we were using, I forgot what node we were using before, uh, but we switched to Deathwings node for Hive stats, and it is working a lot smoother. So we may not even need auto node switching, you know, right now. So we'll see kind of, we'll see if we still need auto node switching. Um, but so far, so good on Deathlings node. Um, so that's that. And then include Belio APYs. I just talked about that. So that's already there on the UI. And then uh, make a post to ask the community. So we kind of threw that in at the end of the last uh, Leo Finance update where we announced P3. But um you know, we may make a more specific post asking for feedback. But if you want to go back to that last post about Hive stats and you can leave a comment with a feature you want to see and, and we will add it to the roadmap. So Resilencia is saying that four belt pool is not, or no, 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 that was PH, PH1102 is saying four belt isn't explained well. They're having a little conversation about it. But yeah, it isn't, I mean, really everything on Cub is, could use better exp explanations and documentation, but um, we will, we will work on that. And, um, uh, definitely we, we have a lot of work to do and a lot of low hanging fruit for attracting capital to, to, uh, kingdoms. So we should be taking advantage of that, especially because the, the, the TVL in kingdoms is really, um, important when it comes to, you know, the value, like the, the fundamental value of cub. So, um, definitely low hanging fruit in that regard. So that's hype stats. Uh, Leo Mobile, we just pushed an update to integrate uh, Leo Infra V3. So we released Leo Infra V3, then we integrated it into Leo Mobile, um, and we were testing it privately, and now we're openly testing it in open beta. Um, so if you go and you update your app, um, and you sign out, and you look at the login screen, um, it has Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Hive Signer. So those are your three login options on Leo Mobile now. Um, so if you say you, you know, you meet someone or you're talking to someone about web three and, and Leo finance and you show them, Hey, they have this mobile app, um, and they download it. They can, you know, if they have a Facebook or Twitter account, they can literally click on it. And then it says open Facebook and it'll open the Facebook app. And then you just authorize Leo finance, uh, to view your Facebook account. 
and then it switches you back to the app and you're logged in. Um, or well, you, you gotta, if it's your first time, you gotta create a username. So you create a username for your Hive account and then you're logged in. Um, so uh, that's been working pretty smoothly. I noticed one bug the other day, so we're working on that. Um, but for the most part, uh, I haven't really, you know, when we look at the logs, we haven't really seen a lot of people have issues with, with signing up through the, through the mobile app. So I'm pretty excited about that integration. And, and I think it's, it's kind of that killer, that killer feature that we've been working on for so, you know, so many months, which is just making it as easy as possible to say, you know, give someone a link to download an app on their phone and they download it, click two buttons and they're signed in. So. Uh, that's really where we were, where we headed with all that. And then on the DeFi, DeFi front, we've got obviously everything is kind of coming together here at the end of the year. Um, and we'll be, you will start 2022, you know, on the ground running um, with, with Polycub and, and uh, bonding. So um, that's just all in, in this universe. We're just waiting, waiting for soon to become now. So on on uh, is this platform YouTube <laughs> on YouTube. Well, we got a question. We've, you've answered this before, but it's worth you know reiterating. So is Leo Finance spreading too thin on all other blockchains instead of focusing on Hive and innovating here? What external actions are taken to strengthen Leo? You know, I, I think that's yeah. I did kind of cover that a little bit, but um, really, what we focused on you know towards the tail end of this year is is hiring on more people and, and making, you know, expanding everything so that we can, we can handle existing apps and new apps. Um, but, you know, if you go to that mission statement, which I always kind of repeat about Leo Finance, we're trying to expand the width and depth of our community. So we're trying to get more users and we're also trying to give our existing users more, uh, more leverage and more opportunities. Um, so, uh, you know, by expanding, you know, we, we could just sit and build on Hive and we did that for, you know, for the first year and a half that Leo Finance existed. Um, you know, we just built on, on one chain. Um, and as soon as we built on Ethereum by expanding to Rap Leo and putting it on Uniswap um, and kind of taking advantage of that early DeFi craze, um, you know, we were, we, we were really one of, you know, one of the early platforms to start doing DeFi stuff, you know, and it, even in that simple form of just getting onto an AMM, um, by doing that, you know, the, the Leo, like if you look at the Leo price, if you just use that as your metric, I mean, we went from being worth a couple cents to being, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 cents, uh, just from the Uniswap stuff. Um, and, and, you know, that came with its own set of, of trials and, and, uh, you know, things that we had to learn and, and develop, but, um, by expanding, you know, the activity on Leo finance grew exponentially. Um, Leo finance is now pretty much the biggest, uh, you know, blogging slash social community on Hive, um, you know, really one of the most active applications outside of like Splinterlands. Um, so uh, by expanding to other chains, we actually increased the activity on Hive to Leo Finance. Then we also got new users from outside of Hive entirely. Yeah. Um, so so I, I disagree with the idea that we need to choose one or the other. I think, I think you need to be, and I think a lot of different projects like ThorChain and and, uh, you know, Luna and, uh, you know, all these different projects are starting to realize and explain that um, the future is in, is in uh, multi-chain. So you want to support every chain that you can. Um, and, uh, and if you can become a bridge and if you can become, um, you know, a seamless experience across multiple chains, that's really where you want to go. And Hive has shown so many times that it needs to expand. It needs to 
handle more. It, it needs to handle more chains. I mean, you can imagine that if, if HBD becomes a real thing and you could have it on a multi-chain setting um, and people could move across through Hive and through Terra and ThorChain and uh, Binance Smart Chain and they could use Hive through all these different blockchains, you could, you could really grow Hive exponentially from where it is now to where it could be. Um, so I think Leo Finance should take advantage of, of that multi-chain idea. Um, and I think we are, I think we're just, you know, yeah, there's, there's growing pains in, in handling that much. There, there's a Twitter account out there. I can't remember the name of it, uh, but I think every day or every couple of days they post, this is what the top five posts are on the high blockchain if you go by engagement rather than by high rewards. And uh, it's pretty much at least four out of five every time is Leo Finance. And oftentimes five out of five. So it's definitely yeah. the most uh, active community on, on the Hive uh, system. Yeah. And I actually made a post last night and I got, you know, people commenting and voting and stuff. It's amazing. That was a good post too. I didn't fully read it yet, but I am going to. I have it. I have it in Quite the endorsement. I, was, I got distracted. I haven't even seen it yet. So I got distracted while I was reading it. It was so good. I didn't read it. Let me go to my feed. <laughs> Multi-chain is the future. That's the, essentially I, what I'm saying is multi-chain future, this universe, it's all going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I'm fully on board with you there. I, I, I think the analogy of operating systems makes a lot of sense where you know, a chain is, is, is an operating system for you know, a particular thing, you know, Hive, EOS, Ethereum, Polygon, whatever. And you know, at the application layer, it, I mean, for the user, it doesn't matter what chain anything's on. You just want to go where the users are, one, and two, make it easy to use. And then what happens on the back end is just technical stuff. I mean, obviously, crypto is very new still, and the nerds are still very much in control <laughs> as far as, um, as far as you know, wanting their little tribe of you know whatever uh, to be the one that wins. But like for for broad scale use. I mean, I use, I use Brave Browser, I use Firefox. Both of those are available on every single platform because it doesn't matter. It's the application that matters. Right. Yeah. And, then, and in games, you've got PC versions, PlayStation versions, Xbox versions, whatever. Steam, not Steam. You know, not to be confused with Steam the blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> S-T-E-A-M. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's. I think I think it's just a, a, a paradigm that is not adaptable to the future. Saying that oh, we have to build on this one thing. I got. In fact, earlier in the uh, when we were talking about um, curve and stuff, or, you know, at the beginning of the of the roundtable here, somebody on YouTube, a different person, was saying like, oh, talk about hot, quit shooting other projects, and you know, in like a joking way, but still, it's like it's yeah. This is this is this is you know crypto as a whole that matters. Right. It's, yeah. it's not just one thing. Damn it, Neil! You need to be a hive maximalist. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man! The, the fact that there is such a thing is just hilarious to me. Yeah, but, but well, I even think Bitcoin maximalists are hilarious. I do too. I mean, it's just any stupid. any any coin maximalist is hilarious, and that holds true for not even crypto. I think anything in life, when you're a complete maximalist, it's like all right. You have gone too far one direction, like right. you know, even with politics, like radical, radical liberals, radical conservatives. It's just like you just took something and now you ruined it. 
And, and Marco, uh, Marco is saying, "Don't be a hive hater." I, I'm not a hive hater. I, I think, I, think, I honestly think that the technology is, is actually the best in crypto. Um, but you know, it's got problems with tokenomics. It's got problems with you know outreach to other communities. It's got it's got issues. Um, yeah. But uh, but as far as the applications, it should be agnostic, and just you know go where everybody is. Uh, but where the people are. Yep. Yeah, everything is, uh, you know, everything is, everything is imperfect. And when you point out imperfections and people get that upset about them, that shows you that they're a maximalist and it's toxic. Like you get yes. the same thing with Hive and you get the same thing with Bitcoin. When you point out any imperfection, you know, if you start pointing out anything related to miners or, um, you know, transaction costs or, you know, utility when it comes to Bitcoin, they will, they will all jump and swarm you for, for pointing out a, a, an imperfection, even though you agree with them that the system is better than anything else that exists. Yeah. I, I like watching the Ethereum people and the Bitcoin people argue on Twitter because uh, the Ethereum people will say, it's like, you know, but you can't do smart contracts. Bitcoin people say you could, it's like, but you don't because it would, wouldn't right. scale and it would cost too much. <laughs> so it's, it's that's just stupid. The two different yeah. things. It's two that's, different things. That's the uh, what is that? The cult cult following mentality. Yeah. Where you can't Tribalism. you can't point yeah you can't point out anything that isn't uh, top notch. Yeah. It's like, like it's like there's there's a reason Satoshi Dice no longer exists um, because it's just it'd be too much. The network couldn't handle. There are, but now you can go to you know Polygon and I'm sure somebody has made a Polygon Dice something earlier. Because mm -hmm. it's cheap to transact, uh, be flexible. So I guess is the yeah. message there. Absolutely. Well, and with with Hive and HBD, I mean, just to kind of go back to our conversation before, I think you know they should if they up the the savings rate to twenty percent, kind of like how UST is on on Anchor mm -hmm. uh, Terra, and uh, you know up it up at twenty percent and start advertising the shit out of that and start teaching people what HBD is, how it's a stable coin. Um, how it works, um, you know, start, start create the, cause Terra grew from having like the, the Terra army and they all started talking about it on Twitter and they slowly, you know, created new followers and, and they were just talking about UST and, and how it works with, with Luna and how they both moon each other all the time and, and all this stuff, all the, all the tokenomics and mechanics behind it. So if, if Hive were to do the same thing, we already have that base community. So we just need that killer feature, which is the, the stable coin savings. Um, that's a killer feature for the DeFi world. So if you want to attract a whole new set of users who are DeFi people that don't use Hive because Hive doesn't really have much DeFi going on, um, then you can attract it very easily. It's a it's a pretty clear path. Terracotta um, army. Yeah, and then and then you uh, you know and then you can rope them into all the, all the other stuff too while they're here. You know, I think yeah. if they start learning about Web three on Hive, they'll they'll stay. So if, if you could, if you could marry twenty percent stablecoin earnings, uh, and then like Facebook sign up, I think that is could be huge. You know, taking that Leo into an idea. But you know, so the, the the one of the problems that Hive has is that you know is is its decentralization, right? So we've got you got a lead dev in block trades. And he's doesn't seem so interested in growing things. Um, 
And uh, then you have all these, <laughs> these, you know, communities, you know, Leo and I don't even know what the other ones are, to be honest, <laughs> but, but there are others. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, by, by having, by having HBD as, you know, on the base layer there and the base layer, you know, people not so interested in, in doing that kind of outreach, it creates a sort of a catch 22, you know, not a whole lot gets done as far as, you know, marketing stuff. I mean, they, there's always like another hard fork in development, but uh, PH is saying if HBD would go 15% or more, a ton of people would come to Hodge just to take HBD. Some of them would stay and explore. And that's right. You know, it's always going to, you're always going to have churn. You're always going to have people come and go, but you know, if you can grow the percentage that stay over time, then, then you're a winner. We got any, uh, any questions? Uh, I see plenty of chatter. I don't know if there's any questions. Yeah, a lot of chatter. Which is good. I saw I saw uh, Morty made a uh, appearance in uh, AMA. <laughs> Do I have to vote on my own entry? I was like, uh, there's no rule against it. I would. Do what you got to do. I, I can give you my, uh, <laughs> I can give you my, uh, my rant about self-voting on Hive if you want. You know, honestly, there's been so much drama over the years, especially back when we were on Steam. And like, I've seen people get vilified for that. And people, you know, obviously get hit by a downvote brigade. And I'm like, honestly, if someone's been on Steam slash high for a long period and like they built organically and now they have a big stake and they still vote on themselves, like what? Like I still vote on myself. I don't know if I'll ever stop. I mean, I grinded like I did a straight like Drake song status, you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here five years of posting right and now someone's going to come around like that's been around for a year and tell me what i'm supposed to do it's just like no bro i put it i, I paid my dues like i'm going to vote on my own stuff absolutely i actually think it's the ethical thing to do what's the theory behind that well you know so the the goal of voting is to is to curate content right and anything you're putting out should be in your opinion you know, worthy of voting. Yes. So, so you should do the right thing and vote for the, the things that deserve rewards and that would be your own thing. And yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, all right, are you shit posting or are you putting up, you know, and, and like, you know, my stuff isn't always long form, but I'm always, my oh, goal is, well, well, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, am I adding value? That's the question, you know, and, and this is, I guess my point is, this is what I think. And I guess, you know, might be good as an overall just um, thought process for most. It's, you know, does this add value in any way? So it's like, if I put up a quick charting analysis, that adds value for someone because they have that coin and like, oh, okay, there's support at XYZ level. And it's someone that might not know technical analysis. So that adds value. You know what I mean? Um, if, you know, I've been posting like the little clips that I've been putting on the social media about, you know, just teaching newbies crypto. And it's like, it's a 30 second clip, but it's a 30 second clip of, all right, this is what an NFT, a gaming NFT is, right? And I share that on Leo Finance because it's like, hey, getting the word out and it's like something that people could share out because it's on youtube it's on facebook like share this out let's get more people on leo finance so that's always the question it's like how does this add value and if it does then i think it's a post that's worthy of getting a vote um you know then you also get into that dilemma though of you only get so many votes in a day so to speak unless you want to completely decimate your your, your voting power right so I want to vote on more people. So I'll vote like 50%. I'll do 50% votes generally. Um, so I can do, because that gives me kind of enough votes to, you know, vote on everyone I vote. I want to vote on generally and, and spread some love to like, you know, random posts. But 
most of the time I still vote my post a hundred percent. And it's like, I earned this, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I'm just waiting for someone to throw shade on me at some point for that. Yeah. Well, I've got, we've got somebody on YouTube disagreeing and saying, you know, uh, Self voting overtly expresses greed and unattractive trait, whereas social media curating your image is the ultimate test. I, I don't agree at all. Um, but actually, th this is, um, you know, you're right, you only get so many votes in a day. Uh, you know, 10 is, you know, 10 full power votes. It will recharge over 24 hours. Uh, it, in some cases, it can be 11. But um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a curmudgeon. And I probably am, but <laughs> I don't find 10 things a day to vote on wow. that, uh, that I would want to do. So that's just me. Obviously, it's made, you know, the community is made up of thousands of people. So people will feel differently. I think, you know what, though, that makes sense. When you say that, I think about that you're strictly basing it on content and content that you find valuable. So given that, A, you're, you know, more now knowledgeable than the average bear when it comes to crypto right so with that you're not going to find as many things valuable as someone that's new and two right. if you're just doing it straight on that because like i'll admit like listen we're emo we're emotional creatures we're human beings so if i'm looking at like um i don't know like there's a lot of users that post consistently and like they generally put out decent content and like i'll just kind of like vote on them regardless you know what i mean like uh, whether that's good or bad you know, but obviously they're not, you know, shit posting. If they were, then I'd be like, all right, enough of that. But, yeah. you know, I'm not going to say I read every one of their posts because I ain't got that kind of time to, you know, read all the posts. And, and you, see, you see that plenty. I mean, there's, you know, trails and people follow each other and auto vote. You know, if that if if it was straight on, I read the content, I enjoyed the content, I found the content valuable. That's why I vote on it. If that was the only thing that dictated people voting, then you wouldn't have the need for services like, you know, hive.vote. Like what's, what do you need an auto voter for then? Yep, absolutely. So, so speaking of all that, Cal, uh, when Project Plan? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Sooniverse. It's in the Sooniverse because, you know, I've been waiting for a Speaking year. Re in relative terms, it's already here, but not for our universe. Okay. Interesting. There is some parallel universe where it exists. What's that um, mean? Right. Yeah, but, you know, Project Blank is, is is and has been my most uh, eagerly anticipated um, uh, project. Agreed. For, yeah. for a year now. So. Agreed, because that is literally, to me, the bottleneck of, uh, you know, onboarding to the general masses. Yeah. And obviously, having the, Leo, having the, the Twitter login and the Facebook login, that's all critical for, for that. 100%. Um, but are there any are there any other dependencies that it's waiting on, or is it just needs to be worked on some more? It we were so the the roadmap for developing it changed a lot over time, and that was you know just through developing it when we realized you know what we needed and and various things like that. So things like Lightning and Leo Infra and um, Leo Mobile, these are like they're almost like the building blocks to project blank, right? So by having Leo mobile where it is right now, we're, we're actually very close to, to, uh, to project blank. And I mean, obviously much closer than we were before. It, it's so hard for me to give a timeline on it now because you're just, I mean, it, we're really just looking at building out the infrastructure to handle it. Cause it's, 
it is a lot of infrastructure to handle what we're trying to do, which is, you know, you, we could do, uh, we could do, you know, all sorts of half measures to, to build a project blank. Um, you know, you kind, of, you kind of see that with some other implementations um, that are already out. Um, but if we want to do it the way that we've talked about, you know, with, with the custom JSONs and, and, uh, and, you know, having that short form content that doesn't live on, on the hive content layer, but lives on the hive blockchain in a different way, um, you need a certain level of infrastructure. And then if you want to have the early adoption that we want to have, you want to have Leo Infra working really well. You want to have uh, Leo Mobile be ready to be converted into Project Blank and, and you know, have major bugs fixed and, and have the UX, you know, really solid. Um, so, so really, like, if, if I were just to say, you know, if, if, if I were to answer when Project Blank without just giving a soon smirk, um, it would be, you know, when we solve all of these infrastructure questions. Um, and I think we're so much closer right now than we were before. Um, and, uh, and every time you see a Leo mobile update and you see a Leo Infra update and you see a lightning, we actually have a Leo lightning update that's about to, about to drop. Um, and that will feature, you know, a lot of different things like full text search, just because we can build it in without a lot of extra effort, um, because of what we were trying to build for project blank. So we're, we're actively developing the infrastructure for project blank. And that's coming in a lightning update that we're about to release. So I'm really confident it's going to be in the early half of, of this year of 2022. So um, let's, let's just see how the infrastructure goes. All right. That is optimistic. I like it. You sure you want to do that, Cal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I agree with you guys that it's, you know, it's the most, it's honestly like one of the most important things I think that we're, we're working on. Um, it's, it's one of the most exciting things and it's also just one of the most important. It's going to be, it's going to solve a lot of issues on Hive and it's also going to address that larger issue of centralized social media like Twitter. Um, and now that Jack left Twitter, it's even more important. And, and essentially got banned. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? They like uh, the other dude, I think like, banned his account from posting on Twitter because uh whatever he said in regards to uh, Web no, 3.0? He just got blocked from following the guy. Oh, I got blocked? Oh, okay. I thought, he, I thought he got banned. I was like, that's next level. No, it's... Uh, in fact, Edicted was talking about this um, the other day about how, um, you know, he, he had a... So Edicted was saying that, you know, this was deliberate... Um, uh, poisoning the well kind of mechanics by Jack and how, you know, you know, obviously anybody who knows anything about Web3 knows that getting blocked on Twitter from following a guy has nothing to do at all with the Web3 because it's a Web2 platform. And the fact that somebody can, can block you from seeing it is in fact the result of being Web2 as opposed to Web3. And, um, and I was making the point that, you know, it's like, well, you know, maybe it's like disinfo um, kind of thing, but maybe Jack is just so detached from everything that he really believes that getting blocked on Twitter means that he cannot participate in a Web3 uh, kind of project. Uh, so, you know, who knows what's going on inside his head, but, um, um, you know, it's, it's a great showcase of, you know, why the world needs Web3 as opposed to Web2. Uh, it, it will it will definitely uh, turn some people away from it, though. So that part is true. 
the fact that you know you got blocked for Web two platform. Mm. I mean, either way, you know, it's uh, obviously Project Blank is a um, ambitious pro project, and um, you know, rightfully so because you're taking something that you know you went from nothing but you know niche type product projects to now something that's um, ubiquitous, so to speak. I mean, your market is everybody now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's um, like Calla said that um, yeah, it's Twitter on the blockchain, basically. Yep. Yep. Oh, obviously, you know, w with that said, you know, you're, again, you're shedding those uh, restrictions, so to speak, because it's not like, you know, with Leo Finance, and granted, I mean, I'm sure you guys see it. There's content on Leo Finance that has nothing to do with investing or crypto or business or anything. Like still people from Hive still, you know, tag. Um, luckily, it's not like a um, rampant problem because um, I, I was I actually worried that that was going to become an issue at some point. And I know there was some policing in the early days, so that probably helped. Um, but yeah, with the crypto Twitter, anyone can tweet about anything on any topic. So bring on the crowds and bring on the bring on the project blank airdrop which actually i guess is a, a, a good question which is that you know, still a thing yeah is there going to be one and it obviously is. we're getting well ahead of ourselves here but is that just for leo holders or what what coin roughly would they be holding uh it's definitely going to involve leo holders nice that's i'll leave it there <laughs> oh so, yeah honestly it's all you really need to say i mean so early Speaking of airdrops, um, when Polycub? <laughs> <laughs> soon. Very, actually, soon. very soon. Soon day. Yeah. You know, I, uh, very soon. I don't think I, I don't think I actually said this at any point uh, in the Discord or anything, but you know, uh, knowing knowing Cal as I do, I people were talking about I was like, oh, you know, might launch whatever. It's not launching during the holidays. <laughs> it's just not happening. <laughs> yeah. No, I will not launch anything on the holidays. It's you know too much distraction amongst other things. We, so. No, no epic New Year New Year's Day drop. <laughs> Although the uh, you know the open DAO on on Christmas that one seems to have done relatively well. Interesting. But uh, somebody had a Substack post. Uh, why they're not posting on the app? Um, about like uh, like a doing a quadrant of like you know there's good and bad projects versus. Uh, ones that have attention and don't have attention. And if it's a good project and it gets attention, then it's a winner. If it's a good project and doesn't get attention, then it becomes a niche, you know? And if it's a bad project, then well, you know, bad stuff happens. But um, so like the Open DAO was, was really clever in that um, it seems to be a decent project. You know, it's, it's a DAO thing and they've been okay. Um, but then by airdropping third party wise into OpenSea users, well, you know, all the crypto influencers are, are using OpenSea extensively. So they, they automatically got the influencer um, uh, share, I guess, by, by rewarding those people directly. So a really, really clever way to, to do a launch and uh, seems to be working. Got to get the hype. Yep. You know, I think that's one of uh, the uh, maybe lesser thought about um, aspects of doing the 60 day airdrop is because after that launches, while it's going on, that's going to create buzz because people are going to talk about it and people love free stuff, especially free crypto. So 
I mean, heck, there's people that just do airdrops for a living. Yep. Like I've seen uh, like through, I forget, <clears throat> I've been on Twitter or wherever it was, but I've seen multiple people talk about how they're going to make six figures this year just from doing participating in airdrops. That's all they do. They focus on airdrops and they flock to it. They get the, they get in, they sell, and they move on to the next thing. Uh, and Addicted is asking, I don't know if this is answerable at this point, but uh, on Project Blank, are downvotes going to be eliminated so we can leverage that into instant payouts on upvotes? That's a pretty good question. Well, I guess if, if, you don't have, if you don't have downvotes and there's no reason to delay, you just do right. Just do daily payouts or whatever. Yeah, that's an interesting question. You yeah. know what? Did we ever? I might have just forgot. As far as Project Blank goes, is that going to be run on the Hive blockchain? Is it going to be its own? Like, I'm thinking about the impact that would have on. I mean, look at just look at like what Splinterlands had, but like Project Blank is something that could be 10x the size easily. Yeah, I, well, it, yeah, it's going to be on the Hive blockchain. 100%. Interesting. I wonder if the Hive blockchain can even handle it. Oh, gotcha. I think it can. Okay. Well, I know, I know Addicted has talked about like the resource credit uh, issue and whatnot, if and when, you know, the Hive blockchain really blows up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, you know, that's a good problem to have. And I, I have a feeling that if Project Blank is, um, you know, actually when Project Blank is is bringing in that that big of volume, kind of like Splinterlands, I think the Hive, you know, operators, you know, Hive node operators and just, you know, the people developing Hive and everything will will kind of rally around uh, scaling. I think I think that kind of happened a little bit with Splinterlands and their, their nodes and, and how they use the Hive blockchain. Obviously, there's also a lot of interesting solutions coming out too, where you can you can uh, basically have some implementation of sharding um, and second layers to to uh, to help with the, the transaction load. Um, so I I'm not concerned about it. I think that that'd be a high class problem, and I think we could solve it pretty easily. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. Yep, we still got a while to see. Plenty of projects in the queue that are launching first. Speaking of uh, IDO number two, what's the, uh, is that like basically just kind of being held to launch like roughly when Polycub launches? Because I remember that originally was kind of how it was going to work out or are they just on their own schedule at this point? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty much being held for Polycub. So we're going to, we're going to see some, we're going to see something interesting happen when it comes to Polycub, IDO number two and Cub bonding. It's being dropped because you got to think, what is a bond but an LP token positive? It implies certain things, and I'll leave it to the audience at home to think that through. The, uh, the investment dilemma. <laughs> That's the investment dilemma that we all, that, well, at least Cal wants everybody to have. All right. Well, guys, I got to get running. I'll get another call here shortly. We uh, will conclude our round table. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Take care, guys. Have a good one. See ya.